Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back. Happy Friday. So I wish I could see the response when I asked this question, but I would love to know how many of you struggle with the weekend. So is the weekend your weekend? I would say 90-ish percent of people. Um, That's probably where things just kind of like come unbuckled, come undone, and they end up... um, I hate to say ruining their progress, but kind of like stalling out their progress and like hitting the pause button. It's so they've done, you know, really great all week. And then the weekend comes and um, they decide to either have a cheat meal and that spirals into a day, into a weekend or or whatever it looks like. Um, You've been there. I've been there. So um, the majority of you will know that a lot of times the weekend um, can really set you back or just kind of keep you spinning your wheels. I think that's where the majority of people fall is um, they, you know, again, do really great through the week and then the weekend comes and they overeat and then they um, spend the next week battling off that two or three pounds of water weight and food volume just to get back down to where they were to do it again. So I wanted to talk about some things that you can put into place um, to help not derail yourself (laughs) when it comes to the weekend. I don't really know how else to put that. So um, just some, you know, action um, plans, some pointers, um, some things that I do and that I teach clients um, that can help you, again, just really to buckle down on the weekend. Um, And so this is more for people that are in dieting phases. Again, if you're at maintenance, um, it's not you know, you have more calories to work with and you likely have some untracked meals here and there. So it's not um, as big a thing. But when you're dieting, it does make a huge difference so that you're not um, in a calorie deficit for longer than you need to be because you're in a deficit all week. And then you're, um, you know, kind of screwing it up on the weekends and then starting all over again. So anyhow, we're going to talk about just some things that you can put into place um, to help tighten up the weekends so that you can continue to see progress and not be dieting for what feels like forever. So um, the first one that I have on here is um, structure and a plan. So the biggest thing with the weekend for the majority of people and why they struggle, um, one is because people are social and we like to get out on the weekend, um, have a couple drinks, go out to eat, Unfortunately, a lot of things that people do um, to be social revolve around food and drink. So um, that's the first problem. And then the second is um, your structure, your routine is different. So um, through the week, people are um, like very routine based for the most part. So you get up at the same time for work every day. And I, I say the majority of people, um, you might have a schedule in retail or something where your hours are different or um, in healthcare or something like that. But for the majority of people that um, go to work in the morning and, you know, a nine to five, that kind of thing, um, your schedule is very similar Monday through Friday, let's say. 
so it's easy to have, you know, I um, get up, I have these same foods, I do this, you know, my workout is at this time. It's it's much easier to have um, structure and routine because Monday through Friday is pretty much exactly the same each day. And so it's much easier um, to, I'm doing the air quotes, stay on track because you have a good routine established already. And so then adding in the the workouts and the food and that kind of stuff, like it's just much easier um, for most people, again, Monday through Friday, because they're already very routine based. They've got a good routine going. Um, but then Saturdays and Sundays for most people and even Friday nights look different in terms of um, going out your day looks different. You're off work. You might sleep later. Um, you may not have a scheduled workout that day. Again, um, eating out, you might have people over, whatever. It just, you're not going to work. Your schedule and your routine and your structure, all of that's different. So that's the that's the thing. Like You'll hear people say, oh, just treat the weekend like you do through the week. But it's not like your weekdays. It's different. So that's why you need to have some sort of structure for your weekends. So for myself, for example, on Saturdays, um, I do sleep a little later because I don't have to get up and and get my kid off to school. Um, I typically, well, (laughs) I typically don't work on Saturday. I usually end up working pretty much every day, but Saturday is is technically not a work day. Um, So I do sleep a little bit later. And I usually, Saturday is like a um, rest day in terms of I don't train but I usually get some sort of cardio in and I always have a step goal. So um, I do track on the weekends. Again, I'm at maintenance. Um, So for me, I have untracked meals here and there. So if it's, if there's something going on and I I don't feel like tracking that meal or that day, then I won't. But again, I'm not in a dieting phase. Um, But when I am dieting, I'm always tracking. So let's just say it's, a dieting phase, what I would do is when I get up on the weekends, I always have um, coffee breakfast. And then I will first thing, like after I've like made my bed and all that stuff, had my coffee and breakfast and done like my little morning routine, I'll go get my cardio in, whether it's like 30 minutes on the stairs or whatever that looks like. Um, I do that first thing because it sets a really good tone for the day. It ensures that I have some movement already in. Um, I do shoot for 10,000 steps a day regardless. So, But it does help to get my day started in a positive direction in terms of I've already, you know, got some sweat in. I feel good. Endorphins, like everything's going. It's just it sets a really good tone for the day. So I love to start my day with movement especially on the weekend. Um, So that's the first thing that I do. The other thing that I do is the day itself, I always um, pre-plan. So if I know we're going to dinner, um, whatever that looks like, I try to go ahead and pre-plan my food for the day. So I'm going to jump into a couple of things that you can do um, for your day in terms of like what we talk about with like structure. Um, But some things that you can do to help structure or put some structure to your day on the weekend um, so that you can stay on track and and start seeing progress. So first is the movement goal. So set some sort of movement goal, whether it is a step goal, you're going to get a workout in, you're going to do some cardio, whatever that is. I find it most helpful to get it out of the way first thing in the morning, because once you have already done some sort of workout or cardio or whatever, you're more likely to make good choices the rest of the day. Um, 
I personally find that true anyways. The second thing I will say is um, with the pre-planning and pre-logging your food, if you know that you're going to dinner um, and you want to save calories like for the evening or something, and I know I've talked about this on a podcast before, but you can um, fast through breakfast and you can push more calories into the evening. So even if you're not doing like a true intermittent fasting, like a 16-8, that doesn't matter. Like you can, you know, start your first meal like at lunchtime Make sure that you've got plenty of protein in it. Um, you might do lighter carbs and fats, trying to save calories um, and carbs and fat for the evening so that you have more calories to work with for your dinner, your drinks, whatever that looks like. Again, it's all about the pre-planning. You'll notice everything I talk about is going to really be in the planning piece. Um, so pre-planning your meals, pre-logging those it may not be in my fitness pal. It might be at a restaurant again that is not in my fitness pal. So it's just plugging in estimates or even like a calorie placeholder so that you know how many calories you're going to give yourself to work with. Setting a drink limit is very helpful. If you know that you're going out um, to dinner with friends and there's usually wine or whatever, I would say I'm going to have two and have your spouse or friend or whoever like let them know like, hey, I, I only need to have two drinks. Like I need someone to help hold me accountable to this. Um, so I think that's super helpful is to have someone that you're telling, like, this is my goal. I need you to hold me accountable to it. Um, especially with drinking because it, that can get, you can get carried away very easily. Um, and then the other thing is calorie cycling. So I do this and provide a calorie cycle for all of the clients that are in the shred program. This one's a game changer for most people just because they don't realize that they can, um, really just look at their calories like a bank account and you have that amount of calories to spend the entire week. So if you choose to spend a little less each day so that come Saturday, you've got more calories to spend when you know you're more social and going out and going to have some drinks, it doesn't matter because you've got that bank account of calories <laughs> that um, you just don't want to go negative on those. And so again, just comparing it to money, um, you've got that budget that you're going to work with. So with calorie cycling, again, it doesn't really matter how you spend your calories throughout the week um, as long as you don't go over your weekly total. What I will say with calorie cycling, um, the caveat to all of that. So you don't want to shave your calories so low during the week that it's very restrictive and then the weekend comes and you have been starved to death all week, so you just go crazy. Um, so you definitely don't want to do that. Um, the other thing is if you are someone who has had like um, an eating disorder or some form of like disordered eating, calorie cycling can be triggering. So I would be very careful um, if you choose to do that again, because it is you are restricting more through the week to allow higher days on the weekend. And sometimes when people get those higher days, they still get carried away because it feels like a lot of freedom. Um, and then they just like have a hard time stopping. Um, but again, calorie cycling can be an amazing tool if used correctly. Um, and you still have to or need to track on the high calorie day. Again, the whole um, purpose of this, like while you're dieting, is so that you have parameters that you're working within so that you can still continue to see progress. 
So with calorie cycling, it's not giving yourself like a free day where you can just go nuts. Um, it's just giving you more calories so that you've got more wiggle room um, so that you can rein in your weekends a little bit. And the last thing I'll say about weekends and all of that and like how to help with that um, is understanding that there has to be some sort of compromise. So you you can't continue to do what you're doing currently. Um, basically, it's or you can you can continue to do what you're doing currently and you're going to see and get the same results. So the only way that you're going to see progress and see different results is by changing something that you're doing currently, which again, for the majority of people, it's tightening up their weekends. So you have to understand like you're not going to be able to like shift around your week and then still have untracked weekends. You've got to tighten those up in some regard, whether it is, you know, maybe it doesn't go to like full tracking, but you narrow it down and say, okay, I'm going to eliminate alcohol on the weekend. That's going to cut out several hundred calories. Or maybe it's I'm not going to um, have two untracked meals, you know, one on Friday and one on Saturday. It's just going to be one on Saturday. So, again, it's you have to um, have some sort of compromise in there to be able to see changes that you want. You're not going to be able to just, again, keep doing the same thing because you're going to get the same results, which is you're stuck. So um, I think that's the biggest one is that people want to change, but they have a hard time giving something up. But with anything, there's got to be some sort of compromise. Um, So, again, it doesn't have to be like, you know, initially full blown tracking, giving up everything. It might just be cutting back on certain things, um, you know, cutting down to like one day versus two days. You get the picture. But understanding that there has to be compromise and you have to give a little to be able to see the results that you want um, is is the biggest step there. Um But I'm going to run through those just one more time. The biggest thing, again, was compromise. So understanding that you have got to give up something and change something to see the results that you want. Again, continuing to do the same thing is going to give you the the results that you already have. Um, Next would be the structure and plan. So like having a plan and pre-planning and having a structure to your day for the weekends. So instead of just like winging it, having some sort of structure in place, Um, and then with that structure, the things that I had, like the little bullet points that would fall under there would be having a movement goal. So setting a step goal, um, doing cardio or something first thing that morning. Um, the other things that you could do would be, uh, implement some type of fasting so you can push calories to later in the day or whenever you need them. And then thirdly, the calorie cycling option where you can, um, eat a little bit lower through the week to give yourself one or two higher days for the weekend so that you've got a little more, um, wiggle room to work within. So those are the biggest things that I see, um, and that I advise clients with that help the most. So I know again, like I can tell you, or I can't tell you how many comments, um, whenever I read people's check-ins and then their testimonies at the end of the shred, how the calorie cycling um, was just such a game changer for them because they didn't realize that they could just really look at their calories um, on the weekly view versus like day-to-day, that it could be, you know, it could vary day-to-day and be different as long as they weren't going over their weekly budget. So I hope those are helpful. Um, I really do think if you implement those, you will see a big difference 
in your results by tightening up your weekends again, because that is where I see most people um, kind of like spiral and fall off. So yeah, I would love to know if this one um, resonates with anybody. You guys know the drill, of course. I, I always love when you share and tag me on social media. Um, but I appreciate you all for tuning in today and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.